Good luck, everyone. Yuma Daf Yudal. Today, this we're going to pick up from the top of Daf Yudal and Medalf. The Gemara before brought down, we had this somewhat ambiguous Bryce where the Bryce had taught that the Allah is that if a Kayan Gadol becomes an Ayin, the Allah is allowed to bring the Karbanis, but he's not allowed to eat the, from the Karbanis. And then the Gemara brought down that Yerudah said that he's not allowed to do a Kalayim. The Gemara explained what exactly does Kalayim mean. So the Gemara had a suggestion that the Allah was that Yerudah was saying you're not allowed to eat, you're not, the Kayan Gadol is not allowed to bring any of the Karbanis when he's an Ayin because we're afraid he's going to come to eat. So the Gemara over here is going to ask is that true that Yerudah is one that's Chayshish? That the Kaigal is going to come to eat the Karmanis. That's how we're going to pick up the Taf Taf Yidam and Al Tevdaf as Hashem. We're going to pick up with that conversation. Then we're going to see the Mishnah, which is going to discuss the Allah of the seven days before Yom Kippur, what the Kaigal God will do. With that, the Gemara is going to discuss the different, the order of what exactly the Avedah and the Beit Megish was. So let's pick up the Taf Taf Yidam and Al. Says the Halachi Gemara, Amalev Adarav Adarav, Umi Gazeru Hashem Yachal. Is it true that Rabbi Yehuda made Xayra that we're afraid the Kaigal is going to eat again? That Rabbi Yehuda said. That the, the way Rav interpreted Rabbi Yehuda was that Rabbi Yehuda holds that if a Kangal becomes an Ainim, we don't let him do the Avaidah because we're afraid he's going to come to eat the Karmanis. Ask the Gemara, is it true that Rabbi Yehuda has this Chashash that if we allow the Kangal to bring the Karmanis, he's going to come to eat from it? The Mishnah said that Rabbi Yehuda held that we appoint another wife for the Kangal in case his first wife dies. Now, so, and explains why he might say Ishtai about Avaidah. And the assumption was that if his first wife dies, he's going to continue to, continue to do the Avaidah. The Legaz Rabbi Yehuda Shemayacha. And we're not afraid that I, now he's an Ainan, the Kangal's first wife dies. And now the Mishnah Rabbi Yehuda said that we have a second wife as a backup. But it comes out that the Kangal is doing the Avaidah while he's an Ainan. So you see, Rabbi Yehuda did not make his Gzair on him. Kippur answers the Gemara. How could you compare the two cases? Amalayach Yash is a comparable. Hasim Kibidim Kippur When it's in Kippur, nobody's eating. There's no chashash. Who not really asking the mechel? So in Kippur, we're not afraid the kangal is going to come to eat from the kavanah that he's bringing. But hacha tukulami achli. Who not really asking the mechel? But over there, where the brayes was talking about, where just a kangal wasn't allowed to eat because he's an einain. So therefore, that's why Rehuda held that there would be a chashash. That's why we don't allow him to do the avodah the entire day because we're afraid he's going to come to eat. Ask Stingmar Vechiyai Gavin Michaela Aninus. Is it true that in this case, the Aninus is chal? The case of the mission where the kangal had one wife, she died. Now we have a backup kangal. Ask Stingmar. So we just said before the kangal was an einain in that case, and we still let him to the avodah. But ask Stingmar. Is it true that he was an einain? Vechiyai Gavin Michaela Aninus. But we already just brought down before. The one that Figuel and Beis went through that the Kain Gadol divorced. He made a whole tonight so that he wouldn't he wouldn't ever have two wives because Allah was that Kain Gadol was allowed to have two wives. So I asked Stigmar, what was the entire kasha from Kain Gadol? He was an Ainan. We had to answer him. Kippur is different. The Chari wasn't even Ainan in the first place. And to the Gemara, he died in his life. Even though you're right, technically speaking, the Kain Gadol wasn't really an Ainan. I treated him like Mitzvah. Still, he's tired of the fact that his wife died. You're right that he made a tonight that if his wife dies, then he never was really married to her. So it comes out that. The, he was never really married to this woman, or he really divorced this woman, I'm sorry, so therefore he's not an Ainin, but says the Gemara still, since he's tarred, since he's a bit sad that this woman died, even though at the point where she died, he wasn't his wife, she wasn't his wife anymore because he made this get out tonight, but still, it's something which he's a bit sad, and therefore it'd be awesome for him to eat Kachim. Again, this is a very interesting point the Gemara is making, that even though it's not his wife, and he's not really halachali an Ainin, since he's tarred, since he's a bit sad, he wouldn't be allowed to eat Kachim, which the Rishayim discuss over, does that mean that any time a person's a bit sad, he's not allowed to eat Kachim? But either way, the Gemara is assuming. That if the Kangala's wife dies in this situation, even though he divorced her, so he's not really an technically speaking, there would be an Isser for him to catch him. And that's what, that was an Ayurakasha from the Mishnah that you see from the Mishnah over here, Mishnah Tazuma, that we're not Chayshish for the fact that the Kangal is going to come to eat, even though he's technically a Ainain. The Gemara explained again, the Tarot was that we can't compare our Mishnah because our Mishnah, nobody's eating on him Kippur. Surfa is no Chashash versus the Bryce, which we quoted before. There, only the Kangal is not allowed to eat, and that's why Rudy made a Chashash that he's not allowed to bring any Karbanis when he's an Ainain because we're afraid 
he's going to come to eat. Says the other Gemisha, now we're going to discuss what the kind of dal is during the seven days before Yom Kippur. Says the Mishnah, Kol Shavazim, Huzerikas Adam. So it says the other Gemisha, the seven days before Yom Kippur, the kind of is the one we, the Mishnah is going to teach us that he does a few of the different Avaidas to prepare him for Yom Kippur. So says the Mishnah, Kol Shavazim, Huzerikas Adam, he splitches the blood of the carbon tablet and marks the Kateris. And he prepares, he brings the Kateris, he made the Saneris, he cleans out the Nairis, Makris, Arashas, Arashas, and he brings the, the head and the foot of the carbon tablet. Ushakayam says the Mishnah, the rest of the days of the year, in if he wants to, technically the Kayan Gala is the right, he has the first choice. He can decide that he wants to bring the carbon. The Kayan Gala has the option. If he wants, he can bring the carbon, he can take the best portion of the carbon. That's his option. He doesn't have to bring the carbon, but Masha Inkain. Uh, the seven days of Yom Kippur, we really want the Kangal to do these avodas to prepare him for Yom Kippur itself. So the Pashup Shah, the way that we shine over here, learn the reason why we want, we want to prepare the Kangal for the avodas so that he'll know how to do it on Yom Kippur, so he'll be well prepared. It's interesting if you take a look at the Ram over here, Shemeshnais, the Ram seems to add a few words. The Ram suggests that we want him to know how to do the avodas properly so that it'll be easier for him to fast. Anim Kippur, which is very interesting that the Achrenim try to bring this as a Raya. There's an interesting conversation. Can can a person or should a person or is it ashkafically appropriate for a person to take pills before Yom Kippur to make it easier for him to fast? So this may be talking to Big Mach like Shine. Is the Inyan of Yom Kippur, are we specifically supposed to pain ourselves or no? Abada, there's, there's an Inyan of fasting Yom Kippur, but you're not supposed to go out of your way to pain yourself and there wouldn't be an issue with taking anything to alleviate that sar. So they want to be daik, the Achrenim want to be daik and the Rambam, that it could be the Rambam teaching you that there would not be an issue with doing anything which would make it easier for a person to fast. This is a big machaikis Rishonim, actually, why we eat on Yom Kippur. Some, the, the majority of the Rishonim learn so that it shouldn't be so hard to fast in Kippur. Other Rishonim learn, the minority of Rishonim learn that on the contrary, when a person eats a lot and then he fasts, it's even, it's even more of a tsar. And that's why the Torah Tzavas to eat on, on Yom Kippur. Either way, again, interesting. Rambam, the Rambam is telling us the reason why we tell the Kangala to prepare for the seven days before is that it won't be so hard for him to fast in Kippur. It says the Helgi Gumar. Mantana, who's the town of our Mishnah that says that the seven days before, before Yom Kippur, the Kangado prepares and does these different abides? Amr of Chizra says, Amr of Chizra, do like Rebekiva, cannot be going according to Rebekiva. Why? Dear Rebekiva, because if it's going like Rebekiva, Ha'omar, Tarsh, Nafal, Avaza, Mitamase, Hechev, Avaida. Rebekiva holds that a person who gets the Mechata spreads on him. So if he's Tame, now he becomes Tar. But if he's Tar, so now he's Tame. And again, every day we, we spoke it before that the seven days before Yom Kippur, the Kain Gadol gets the Mechata spreads on him because we're afraid that he may become Tame, but he also may be Tar. And therefore, according to Rebekiva, he's Tame to the Avaida. Until Allah is, Rebekiva holds that if a person who is Tar gets the Mechata spreads on him, he's Tame until that evening. So it says in more Aramish that cannot be going like Rabbi Kiva, because according to Rabbi Kiva, the Khir, the Kayangada, will not be allowed to Davida until he has Harav Shamish every day. So therefore, says in more Aramish that cannot be going like Rabbi Kiva. Now, says in more Desanya, we're going to explain the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. Learning to the Bryce, he's Atar, Al Tame. The Pasuk says that a person who is terrible spits on a person who is Tame. Al Tame, Tar, Al Tar, Tame, Dear Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva Darshans, that if the person who is Tame gets Mechata spits on him, so now it becomes Tar. However, if the person was Tar, now it becomes Tame till the evening. That's Rabbi Kiva's sheet of Achamar, the Chamar say, no, the Pasuk is coming to tell you. That Azah is only considered Azah when the Mechat is the spritz of something which is the Kabotum. What exactly is that referring to? What's an Afkamina if it's called Azah or not? So explains the Gemara. My, what the Chum referring to? Says the Gemara, it does sound like we learned the mission of the part. If a person planned the kind of plan that spritzing a behemoth, which a behemoth is not a Kabotum, and you're really never supposed to spritz Mechat in a behemoth, but it ended up, what ended up happening was, these all other men ended up spritzing on a person in which who was talking in the age of Ezra, the Yishna, the Allah is that if there was still mechatas on the Ezra, the Ezra is what they would dip into the mechatas to spritz. So if there's still water on the Ezra, if there's still mechatas in the Ezra, the Allah is you're allowed to use that again on another person. The water was not possible. The fact that you want to do you wanted to spritz a behemoth does not possible the Ezra, the mechatas which is on the Ezra, and you're allowed to use it for another person. However, the other way around, this guy will have all the money, he's all the money, the Kanyan intended to spritz a person, but he ended up spritzing a behemoth. Behemoth is not a Kabbalah, so it's not really called Azat, so you messed up the entire 
water. So if he has any water left on the Ezev, he's not allowed to use that water. He has to dip it again into Mechat. So that's where the Chacham say, that's what this Pasuk is teaching you, that the Azah is only considered Azah when it goes up to something which is in the Kabbalah now it says where my time in Rekiva, what's found in Rekiva that a person who's tar, who gets spritzed by the Mechat, is a tar till evening, says the Gemara, Nechter Rachman, the Pasuk says, the tar should have written, I'm sorry, Vizatar Allah, my Alatame. The Pasuk should have said, Vizatar Allah. Why did the Pasuk say Alatame? We know the person's Tame. Why if this got specifically Alatame? Says the Gemara, Shemamina. Says the Rekiva, Mechadik, Alatame, Tarvatar, Tame. That Dafka person who's Tame, the Mechat is Metar. However, a person who's Tar, the Mechat is Metame. That says the Gemara, Rabbanan, Hailet, Varam, Kabul, Tumudas. So says the Gemara, the Rabbanan, we already explained that they use this Pasuk to tell you. That Hazal only has a din of Hazal when it's spirit and something which is the Kabbalah Abel Hacha, but says they weren't. Why don't they learn out this drasha? Why don't they say this halacha for Bikiva? That if the mechatas goes on somebody who's tummy, on somebody who's tar becomes tummy. Says they weren't because it's a kavul chaimu the other way around. In malatame tar, if you spritz the mechatas, if you spritz the afer par on a person who's tummy becomes tar. So al tar like kolshik. It's a kolshik. If, if you spritz the water on somebody who's tar, he's not going to become tummy. He should be tar. So that's why the rabbanon didn't like the drasha of kiva. The kiva said that if you spritz the mechatas on somebody who's tar, becomes tummy. It doesn't make any sense if the mechatas are mitar somebody who's tummy. So kolshik should be mitar somebody who's tar. And says the kiva, the kiva. So what does the kiva do with that tainat? So very gishmak a kavul chaimu the rabbanon has. Says more haim demer shleima. This is what Shlomo said. Important pasuk. Gehelos amarti achma viyuchaykim many. The pasuk says Shlomo Melch tells us the wise of all, of all people said that I tried seeking chacham and I didn't understand it. So says Rabbi Kiva. This is exactly this is exactly what Shlomo Melch was referring to. It doesn't really make any sense. The mechatas is metares atmeim umetami is atahir. Doesn't make any sense. Says Rabbi Kiva. That's why even though you technically do have a good kavuchar, but over here in this specific area of Allah, we don't understand it. That's what Shlomo Melch was bothered by. Verabbanan, I would rabbanan do with this pasuk of amarti achma viyuchaykim many. What do they learn in which in regard which Allah the Shlomach say it says they learned in regards to the fact that the person who spritzes and the person who gets spritzed on the person who sprays the mechatas as well as the person who's tummy had the mechatas sprayed on him they're both tar however in a gaben tummy a person who touches the mechatas he becomes tummy so that the rabbinians say doesn't make any sense again if you get it spritzed on you you're now tar just if you, and if you touch it your tummy it doesn't make any sense that's what Shlomach said that doesn't make any sense the Allah of the mechatas now it says the Gemara is it true that the, the kain who spritzes the Mechatas is tar, the Pasuk says, Umazam Yanidi Yechavis Begadam. The Pasuk says, if you spritz it, the Mechatas, the Allah is that you become tummy. It's Mephurish in the Pasuk. So how can you say that the person who spritzes the Mechatas is tar? And so the more my Mazam, the Pasuk says, Mazam, what do you mean? No, you got me, the person who touched it. But anyhow, the person who spritzes the Mechatas, he's tar. The person who touches it, he's tummy. Vaksiv Ayat says, the Pasuk Mazam, Vaksiv Naga. How could you tell me when the Pasuk says Mazam, that's referring to a person who touches it? But the Pasuk says Mazam, and also says Naga. So it can't be that Mazam is referring to Naga. It's two separate things. And second of all, Mazam by Kibis Begadam. And Naga lay by Kibis Begadam. And second of all, they have two different Allahs. The person, the pasuk is a person who is maza. He has to wash his clothing. A person who just touches it doesn't require keeps begotten. Doesn't require to wash his clothing. So you can't say that when the pasuk says maza, it's referring to nega. First of all, it's two separate places in the second. And second of all, they have different halachas. Rather, says Igmar, my maza. What did the pasuk mean when it said maza? Says Igmar, noisa. I meant the person who carries the mechadas. He becomes tami. Says Igmar, v'nechirach one noisa. So let the pasuk say. Carrying explicitly. Why the tariff to say mazam? We have to now interpret it to mean nice to just say nice to carrying explicitly. Says the Gemara, Hakamashman, the Pazik Sam, we to tell you to be in on Shir Hazah that the halacha is you only become Tamek if you're carrying the Shir of Hazah, the Shir which is required to do Hazah. Now says the Gemara, honey, Lamanda, but that only works according to Mandam that says. Whether when the kain does hazah, when you spritz the mechat, does it require a shear or not? But according to the man that says hazah, 
does not require a shear that even a tiny bit of mechatis is enough. So why the Torah write in this backhand manner? The Torah writes maza. Now we have to say that it means nice. Why? Why the teachers in that funny lashon? Says Gemara. I feel my damar hazal intrich a shear. Even according to my damar himself, lezvachem that holds that hazal does not require a shear. Honey, mili agava de gav. I'm not a shear. That's in regards to spritzing on the person. So there, it doesn't require a shear. If you spritz a tiny bit, the the person is tar. But if you spritz it on a kli, I'm sorry. But in order for it to be kosher, in in the kli, it has to have a shear. It sounds like we learned in the Mishnah. In the Stephens Parah, how much mechatas does there have to be in the kli in the utensil in order to be kosher for, for mechatas? As long as there's enough on the ezai of the stick that you dip in to the kli and you'll be able to spritz, that's the shear which you need for the mechatas. So it says the Gemara, even though there's a machoikis weather when you spritz on the person, if you occult, if a tiny bit's enough or not, but everybody agrees that you need to have the amount in the in the kli that would cover the top of the stick which you're using to spritz. So therefore says the that's why the Pasuk this that's why the Pasuk said Maza and didn't say nice of affairs should tell you that you need this shirazon in order to become Tommy. Says the Gemara Bayam Rabbi says a few time again. Now going back to the beginning of the Gemara, the Gemara said our Mishnah cannot be like a Rukiva, because according to Rukiva, the Kayan Gadol was Tameh every day because he got the Mechat the Shpritz in him, so now he became Tameh. So Abayi says, no, the Armisha could be going according to Rukiva. Amar Abayi, Philip Tameh, Rukiva, Armisha could be going according to Rukiva. The Abayi, the Kuliyam, I have a simple solution. Let the Kayan Gadol do the Abayi the entire day. Lufan, you might delay with Tavu, Abayi, Arv Shemesh. And what was the problem? That if he gets the Mechatas, if they spray the Mechatas in him, will become Tameh. Okay, so they'll, they'll spray the Mechatas in him right before nightfall. Then he'll go in the Mikvah, and then right away he's kosher to the Abayi. So that's very easy. Mahalach says Abayi, that even according to Rukiva, the Kayan could do all the Avedas the seven days before Yom Kippur and they'll just make sure to spritz the Mechadas right before Arav Shemesh right before nightfall he'll go in the Mikvah and they'll be able to continue doing, doing the Avedah at night says the Gemara Vaiter Umakya Sekhtaris and Meitavis and Eris the mission said that first he brings the Ketaris and then he prepares an Eris so now the Gemara is going to just spend a few lines to figure out is that Taka the proper order of the Avedah Mishnah Megash Alma Ketaris Bereish of other Eris it sounds like for the Mishnah that first you do the uh, the Kitaris, and only afterwards do you do the Neris. Raminu asks, Sigmar asks, you steer for the Mishnah himself. Talmud Misha Zacha, Bedishim is Becha, Pnimi Misha Zacha, Bamineir, Misha Zacha, Bakitaris. When the Mishnah over there is describing the different Kahan who held different positions doing the different Avaidis, the Mishnah first says the person who did the Minera, and then it says Kitaris. You see the Minera comes first and then comes to the Kitaris. Amravuna, so who would respond? And Mantana Talmud, who's the Tana who taught that Mishnah himself? Well, Talmud of Shimon. Isham mitzvah. That Tana Mesachlos Tamid, that's Rav Shimon. And our Mishnah disagrees. The Mesachlos Tamid is Rav Shimon. Our Mishnah is the, is the sheet of a different Tana, and therefore it's not a kasha. Again, why do we pick Rav Shimon? Because you know Rav Shimon spoke about the Allahs in regards to Mesachlos Tamid. So that's what we're assuming. The Mishnah Mesachlos Tamid is Rav Shimon. But as the Gemara, could we really say that the Mishnah Mesachlos Tamid is Rav Shimon? But we heard that Rav Shimon disagrees with the Mishnahis in Mesachlos Tamid. Not, not referring to this specific Allah, but in regards to different Allahs. So the, the Gemara is just proving that that Mishnah Mesachlos Tamid can't be Rav Yehud, can't be Rav Shimon. Says Gemara, and we heard the other around the time. We the Mishnah. The Kain comes to the northeastern corner of the Zbech, and Nice Mizrachat Safani spritzes the dam in that corner. And then Marav is to Raimis, then he comes to the southwest corner. But Nice Marav is and he spritzes the dam over there. The tiny line we learned in the price of Rashim Nisham Mitzvah, Mishana, Batamit. He switches around the order. At first, he comes to Mizrachat Safani, Nice Mizrachat Safani, and then Marav is to Raimis, and Nice Marav is to Raimis. So you see, Rashim disagrees on the order exactly. Where the Kain spritzes the dam, but either way, it says the Gemara, you see, Rav Shimon disagrees with the Mishnah is Mesachlos Tamid, so Rav Shimon cannot be the Tan of the Mishnah Mesachlos Tamid, so rather it switches it around. And Rav Yechon and Man Tan say to Yehuda, who's the Tan of our Mishnah Mesachlos Yehuda? Mesachlos Yehuda, Rav Shimon is a mitzvah. Our Tan is Rav Shimon, and the Tan of Mesachlos Tamid is a different Tan. So therefore, yeah, we do have to steer between Mesachlos Tamid and Mesachlos Yehuda. It's not a kasha. It's the opinion of two different Tanaim. And again, we just proved that the Mishnah Mesachlos Tamid can't be Rav Shimon, so that's what we're assuming. Our mission is Mesachlis Tamid. Now ask the Gemara of Rami say to Yerma, I said, Yerma, okay, but even though we can't ask a steer between Mesachlis Tamid and Mesachlis Yuma, but still we can ask a steer in regards to Mesachlis Yuma itself, because we're going to have a steer in Mishnah is to Snan, 
We learned to the Mishnah on Dafkaf Hey. We're going to see the Mishnah later on. The Mishnah says Pius Hasheni the second raffle. These two raffles to see who would get the two different avodas. So the Mishnah says Mishaychet who gets the Shchita Mizerik Mimedashin Mizbeach Apnimi Mimedashin Esam Menayra Umimalei Varam Lakheves and Pius Hashlishi Chadashim Lakteris Bovafis. And the last raffle was who's going to bring the Kateris. Again, we'll see later on that they would only invite new people to do the Kateris because the Kateris was assumed to be a school for Parnassus. That's why only people who never did it before were invited to participate in the raffle. But either way, says the Gemara, you see that in the order of the Avaida, first comes repairing the Minera, and only afterwards comes the Kateris. That's a stira Mesechazim itself. And says the Gemara, Abaya, like Kasha, Kamba Tavish Neris, Kamba Tavish Hamesh Neris. Says Abaya, I can answer you like this. We're going to see later on that everybody agrees that first they would clean out the first five candles, and then they, they would interrupt to do a different Avaida, and then they would come back and clean out the last two Neris. So when we said that the lighting, that the cleaning of the Minera comes first, as in regards to the first five candles, First five candles. And when we said that then you then the Kataris and then comes the Liminaira, that I was referring to that first you bring the Kataris and afterwards you go back and clean out the last two of the Minera. It says the Gemara Lemar the Kataris Mapsiglu, is it true? That everybody agrees that you interrupt to, to bring the Kataris, meaning you first you do the you clean out the first five candles, then you do the Kataris. Is that true? said it and said the order a little bit differently. This concept that Abaya is quoting Mishmedi Gemara, the entire Gemara Rashi explains when it says Mishmedi Gemara, it doesn't mean the Gemara that we have. Abaya was in the middle generations of the Amorite. Rashi just explains it means It means that Abayah was Makabal from all the Rabbeim, from all of his Rabbeim in, in the base madness, which is interesting. There's actually a very interesting Yamshish learning about this, that that's why from after Abayah and Rova, we assume Allah Kabasrai, because after Abayah and Rova, they changed the Mahalach of learning, where they, they were Malak at all the different Shittas versus just learning from one Rebbe. Either way, it says the Gemara Abayah quotes which made the Gemara. That first they would do the five, clean out the five nears, and then they would interrupt and, bring, and spritz the Dan Tamid. And so you see over here asks the Gemara that they wouldn't interrupt and do the Kataris, they would interrupt and do the Dam Tamid. So Gemara, you're right, that's Takamach like it's Amri. They answered like Kasha, Ahila Abishal, Halar Abon. It's Takamach like So everybody agrees that first they would do the five, they would clean out the five candles, then they would interrupt and do something else, and then they would do the last two candles. Machlaik like what would they interrupt with? Takamach like it says Gemara, it's not the Rice. Laitis and Eris, Achar Kach, Yaktir. It says the Tanakama that first, what you should do is like this. First, you do the first five, then you do then you do Yaktir, you bring the Kataris, only afterwards you do the last two. Abishalom Rabbishal says, no, No, you make sure you clean out all seven, and only afterwards you do the Kataris. So according to Abishal, when you interrupt, you interrupt to do the Dam Tamid, you do not interrupt to do the Kataris because we want you to do the entire Neris, only afterwards do the Kataris. Says, what's the Abishal? What's the Makar for Abishal? My time, Abishal. What is the source for Abishal that first you want to clean out all the Neris and then do the Kataris? Says, the Lord is a plus success. First, the Apostle talks about cleaning out the nearest, only afterwards says to do Kuteris. That is the Svar of Abishol. Tomorrow, by the Shem, we'll continue with the Hawach of the Rabban. What is the Svar of the Rabban? Quick Chazar, we saw today the Gemara on the Menalaf brought down a discussion in Rabbi Yehuda's Shita when Rabbi Yehuda said in the Braisa that Kalayim, that Ayin is not allowed to do the entire day. The Gemara explained exactly what that means. The Gemara explained why that's not a Kasha from our mission over here. And then we saw the mission brought down that for seven days before Yom Kippur, the Kaingal would prepare to do the Avaidas. He would prepare to do different Avaidas. The Gemara tried saying that our mission is not going, not going like Rabbi Kiva because according to Rabbi Kiva, the Chari, the Kaingal was Tame because he had to make chata spritz in every single day. Abaye said, no, our Mishnah could be going according to Rekiva. As long as he got spritz right before Harv Shemesh jumped into the mikvah, he was able to continue doing Abaye that night. And then we just saw the Mishnah, the Gemara's Medayik from our Mishnah. That first came the Keteris and then came the, then came the Neris. The Gemara went through back and forth trying to figure out the Zawr with all the Shittas or Zadamachlegis. That was the discussion we just saw. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Have a wonderful week.